getting started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to No Internal Monologue, where I talk about whatever I want, and I don't know what, when, hello. Oh my god, hey, welcome to No Internal I want, and I don't know when to shut up, like, ever. Okay, hi. Um, As most of you might know, by, like, 100 episodes at this point, I don't know when to shut up. Um, Which, wow. 100 episodes. 100. And we're still going to go. We're still going. 100 episodes. That is insanity to me. It really is. I left my phone over there and I forgot to turn on my recording light. Wow. Give me two seconds. Anyways. Hi, guys. Um, 100 episodes. That is absolutely insanity to me. It That is absolute insanity to me. I, wow. Um, first of all, let's do a little bit of a catch up of the week, um, or a catch up of the month, really. <laughs> um, so first things first, I got a new cat. So that's pretty freaking sweet. Um, her name is Noir, uh, which I think is really f- cute on like the wordplay of it. Um, so as most of you may know, I have a cat named Moscato. Um, she is about, she's almost a year and a half now, um, which is a year and a half years old, which is insane. Uh, and now we have a new little kitten. Um, Noir is a purely black cat, um, except she has like a little white tuft of fur in the middle of her chest, which is absolutely adorable. Um, and she used to have like the most blue eyes you would ever think. Think of like Heart of the Ocean from Titanic. And that was like the color of eyes Noir had when she was like very, very little. Um, she was a farm kitty. Uh, some of our family friends back in like our, like in my hometown, um, they had a cat that was on their barn that grew up and had her own babies and bada bing, bada boom. Here's Moscato. I mean, fuck. I meant, <laughs> I meant Noir. Um, So, we got her, oh my god, what day was it? The 14th of November? So, it's been like a couple weeks now, maybe three that we've had her. Um, And she is, again, so far so good. Um, She is really getting along with Moscato, which honestly surprised me. I thought Moscato was going to, like, eat her. (laughs) Like, not in the way that, like, okay, I mean that metaphorically. Because, like, Moscato, I'm not going to lie. Moscato's been a little bit of a bitch <laughs> lately. So it was kind of surprising that Moscato actually just, like, took her in and just kind of started being, like, a big sister figure to her. Um, so that was huge. Um, did not expect Moscato to do that. But go off, queen. We see you. We understand you. And we love you for it. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, so far, um, she is definitely a daddy's girl. Um, she is definitely, um, really bonded with, uh, my partner, um, cause we have her together. Um, Noir is our cat. Uh, but yeah, she's really, she's really, uh, cuddling up with dad, but you know, hi, I'm mom. So she is warming up to me as well. Um, she used to do this one thing, uh, where I would show him affection 
and Noir would get jealous, and then, and then in the middle of the night, she would pee on me <laughs> because she was so jealous of like me showing affection to him, which I ended up figuring out that that was just like a spite thing. Like I already told the vets about it and they're like, oh my God, like that's kind of weird. Like has she ever done that? Is she litter box trained? I was like, yeah, she's litter box trained. Um, turns out, yeah, she was just spiteful because dad was showing mom attention and not her. So that's fun. Um, but she's gotten over that now. Uh, and I will say, um, I just am now hearing her through the door. Um, she is more vocal than Moscato is, which as again, if some of you have listened to the podcast for a while, you know that that is a very hard accomplishment to a comp to achieve, to achieve. Yeah. That's a very hard accomplishment to achieve. And she has achieved it. Um, she is more vocal than Moscato and oh my God, <laughs> it's insane how vocal she is. I did not think she would be because like the family friends, um, were like, Oh yeah. Hey, um, by the way, um, this is Noir. Um, she's not as vocal as this cat and she's very cuddly and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, she's cuddly. Don't get me wrong, but she is more vocal than that cat was. Apparently she just had to get comfortable and she's a little crack. She's a little crackhead. I just, I don't know. She zoomies is her middle name. Like I swear. Uh, but she, she's absolutely adorable. Um, if you want to go see some pictures of her, I did post a graphic recently on my Instagram, uh, no internal monologue underscore podcast. If you want to go check that out, uh, definitely do. Um, and meanwhile, scroll way far down and you'll get the same kind of graphic for when I got Moscato back in August of 2022. So definitely check that out. Uh, but yeah, we got a new cat. Um, that was shortly after Alex and I made our trip out to New Jersey, Philadelphia, which, oh my God, (laughs) turns out, okay. So I learned a lot on this trip. I really did, especially within the first day because, um, so the (laughs) first, I'm adjusting the mic. I'm really getting into it. So the first, (laughs) the first day we were there. We got out of the airport. We land in New Jersey because we flew out to New Jersey. And since Alex is originally from there, he had to go get his car that he had because he like travels for work and most of his work, like he always gets contracted out in Iowa like every year. Uh, But now he is thinking about actually staying out here because he thinks this is a really nice area to be. And also, hi, I'm here. So (laughs) he's moving here officially. Um... And he, uh, let me think he needed to get his car. So we flew out there and we were going to drive his car back. Cool. Awesome. Um, so the car was supposed to be registered by Sunday. It was like Friday that we got on the plane and it was supposed like Friday, November 10th that we got on the plane and it was supposed to be registered by Sunday, the the 12th. Yes. 12th. Um, but turns out it was like veterans day over in the DMV. So the DMV over there was closed. So they didn't get the car registered. So that, that kind of put a little bit of a stick in our plans. And we learned that right as we were getting on the plane <laughs> to go pick up the car, <laughs> to drive it back. <laughs> and as most of you may know, as if everybody knows, you cannot drive a car without it being registered. So, you know, great. (laughs) 
love that. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, and then we got off the plane. We got off early. And then we're going to go pick up our rental car, which he got it in like a package. So like the package came with a hotel, a car rental, blah, 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 all this. Um, yeah, they didn't give us the fucking rental. <laughs> okay. So we went to pick up the rental and like, keep in mind, it was in a package that was already paid for. Like the payment already went through a while ago. They already got the money. All we needed to do was pick it up. That's all we needed to do. And they didn't give us our rental. Why? Because, do you have a second form of ID? He's like, what do you mean? I have my driver's license. I have the card that I paid for the order with. I'm here. I even have, like, my social security. And, like, we're not going international. So why would we need a passport? <laughs> like, we're literally just traveling from the the Midwest to the East Coast in the same fucking country. Like, why would I need my passport for that? Um, but because we didn't have a second form of ID... We couldn't get the car. And we're like, hey, the order was already paid for. What are you talking about? What do you mean? So, um, yeah, we didn't get the car. So we're sitting there like, okay, we're supposed to have a rental car. And keep in mind, we got to the airport at like noon. And we were supposed to get to the 1975 concert that he surprised me with for my birthday. Like, the concert was supposed to be November 10th at 7.30 p.m. in Philadelphia. And that was like the day after my birthday. So this was like my birthday show, right? I had the privilege of seeing the 1975 now twice. And both times, oh my gosh, just so fucking stellar. Oh my God. Oh, I almost knocked over the microphone stand. Um, but like, <laughs> Just an absolute dream to see them twice within a month of each other. That's, that's insane to me. Um, but we were supposed to go to the concert and we're supposed to have this rental car and we didn't have the rental car. And now it's like 1230, one o'clock. And like, we're supposed to be there in like six hours. So it's like, um, okay. So we tried getting another rental car somewhere else. And then, and then they, the same thing. If you don't have a second form of ID or a major credit card with your name on it, then we can't get you a car. So then I tried it. Turns out, I didn't know this. Apparently, a lot of people know this, but I didn't know this. You have to be minimum age 25, or you have to have a major credit card in your name with your name on it, the same name that is on your legal driver's license, in order to rent a car. I didn't know that because after the second attempt to rent a car absolutely failed, um, we, we, um, I tried it and it was like, okay, awesome. At that point I called this rental company at like one 30 because like we tried to pick up the first car at like 1230. That didn't work. We went to try to get another car like 1245. That didn't work. So then after that, we're like riding to the hotel because of an Uber or a Lyft, whatever it is, Uber, Lyft. It's the same concept, just different companies. Um, but, but like, had to get a fucking ride to the hotel, which was like 40 minutes from the airport. So now we're in the hotel. I'm trying to get ready for the concert and like trying to look all cute and shit, you know? Hey, 
um, because we got floor seats or not floor seats, but like we got floor. So because Alex was like, I don't do floor. Whoa, that is not what I meant to say. The what a thing to say, Morgan. Um, but he was like, I don't do like seats. Like I go to the floor. If I'm on a, if I'm going to a concert, I'm on the floor and I'm getting as close to the front of the stage as possible. I was like, okay, sounds good. Um, so I'm trying to get ready for the concert and I'm trying to look all cute because I'm like, Hey, if we're going to try to get as close to the front of the stage as possible, like I want Maddie Healy to look at me. <laughs> I want him to notice me. I want him to look at me. Um, especially if it would have been like, hi, come on my podcast, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so, um, trying to look all cute. And meanwhile, I'm calling a rental company trying to rent a car. And then I'm telling them the information. I'm telling them the place. I'm like, this is what our situation is. I told them the whole story. I was like, this is this, this is that, this is this, this is that. And I'm explaining my situation to them. And they're like, oh my God, we're so sorry. Yeah, absolutely. We can help you. I was like, thank you so fucking much. So we were going to get a rental car and everything was scheduled, formal, perfect. We were going to pick the pick up the car at 3 p.m., which coincidentally, this rental company was right across the street from our hotel. So thank God we were finally going to get a rental car. Picking up at 3 p.m. Come 2.52 p.m., I get a call from the general manager of that location. And he just goes, hey, do you have a major credit card in your name? I'm like, I have a debit card with my name on it that matches the name I have on my driver's license ID. I'll literally send pictures of both of them right now. Like, I will. I will go over there right now and get it straightened out. And they're like, well, it needs to be a major credit card with your name, not a debit card. And I was like, okay, well, what about, do you need a second form of ID? Like, I'll literally send my social security over. I'll literally send my passport over. Like, whatever you want me to do. Like, I will take pictures of everything and just send it the fuck over to you. Seriously, like anything. Seriously, like, let me get the car. And they're like, well, you're 24 and you don't have a major credit card in your name, so we can't do this for you. So they just canceled the fucking order last minute. So I'm like, oh my God. So we tried one more goddamn time. We tried to get a fucking rental four times and each time, nope, didn't work. So now we're scrambling because we were taking our time getting ready in the hotel because the concert was supposed to be, it's supposed to be at 7.30. We wanted to get there at like seven so then we can like get good spots on the floor. You know, we could get good spots and that would be that. Um, now it's like three, three, four o'clock and we're supposed to be leaving soon because it takes like an hour and a half in order to get to the venue. We're supposed to be like leaving shortly. Um, but we could not find a ride. So very last minute. Thank you so much to his stepmother. She decided, Hey, after I get off work, Come pick up the car. You could take our car. Oh my God. Thank you. So we finally have a car. We go. And at this time, the clock in that car was behind. So we thought we were like, oh, we have plenty of time to get to the concert. Yeah, no. Um, we were running like an hour, hour and a half behind. And we didn't know it because the clock of the car was behind. So I looked at my clock on my phone and I'm like, oh, fuck. He's like, what? We're about to go to the concert, you know? And I'm like, it's six o'clock and it takes an hour and a half to get there. And he goes, oh my God. So he, he speeds a little bit over there and we get to the floor. We get somewhat 
good spots. Like we got pretty decently close to the stage. Uh, but then again, it was a 1975. So like, who am I to complain? Um, I will say the crowd in Minneapolis versus the crowd in Philadelphia. Oh my God. It was a culture shock. (laughs) It really was a culture shock. Cause like in Minneapolis, it's a part of the Midwest. So like we're Midwest nice over there. So like we are trying to like actually take turns. Like I saw people taking turns to try to get to the front. So then they can experience like front row standing for a little while, you know, like they took turns. I saw it and like everyone was so nice and everyone was so courteous and blah, blah, blah over in Philly. Oh my God. Like the nicest someone will be to you is will be like, oh my God, why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? You know, like they'll give you a look like, why are you talking to me? What what's going on? That's like the nicest they'll be. We got fucking like tackled. By this one guy, oh my God, there was this one guy that made his way to the fucking front row and like, you know, in in the way that Alex showed me to kind of like slowly migrate to the front, you kind of find a natural path and then you just squeeze your way through as nice as you can. Um, Not this guy. He fucking tackled like 15 people that were on the floor including like this mom that was like there with her teenage daughter, like her 15 year old daughter and like the 15 year old daughter ended up like getting tackled. And then she just basically like ran away from her mom and is trying to get as close to the front as possible. And the mom's pissed because she's overstimulated. She's overwhelmed. And she just got fucking tackled by this like linebacker of a dude, this linebacker of a fucking idiot, just fucking, Tackling 15 goddamn people. I'm pretty sure I had a bruise on my arm from it. Like, that's how hard he tackled people to try to get to the front. During the sound, of all things. The sound. When I know we go around. Tackle. Like, what the fuck? What kind? What? Anyways. So, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. So, I see the mom. And she's overstimulated. And she's looking around trying to find her daughter. And I look at her. After that, and I just go up to her. I was like, hey, I don't mean to be a creep. I know a lot of people here don't want to be talked to, but I have to check on you. Are you okay? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It's just my daughter just ran up to the front row, and I have no idea where she is, and now I'm getting a little overstimulated. And I was like, would you like me to help you? Like, I can help you go find her. Like, what does she look like? Like, what is she wearing? Like, seriously, like, I can try to help you find your daughter. Like Alex will keep the spot. I'll go, I'll go help. And she's just like, no, you don't have to do that. It's okay. Thank you so much though for your kindness. Like I really appreciate it, but I'm fine. I promise. Like this is just a little overwhelming. And I was like, okay, well, here's the thing. If you need any help whatsoever, you've made an ally now. Let me know what you need and I will help you to the best of my ability. Does that sound okay? Like, is that something I can do? And she goes, thank you. Thank you so much. So that poor woman. And like this guy just fucking tackled like 15 goddamn people. And literally everyone was like looking at him like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm pretty sure he got shoved around by another dude. He's like, hey, what the fuck is your problem? You literally just tackled like that woman. (laughs) You just tackled like a shit ton of people, man. Just to try to migrate your, your way to the front. 
Like, honestly, I'm surprised he wasn't thrown out there and then. But then, right after the sound, he just migrates his way back to where he was, which is towards the back of the floor. And I'm like, what? You just went down there for the sound and that's it? Like, what the fuck? So, fine. Whatever. Uh, But other than that, like, the concert went really well. And during people, you know, okay, so on uh, Still at Their Very Best, I described it in my last episode. There's, like, this platform where he has, like, Peanut, as we like to call that little, like, figure that he has on the stage in the grass that he just, like, lays there naked. Oh, my God, that's so fucking funny. Um, But Peanut... The stage where Peanut usually resides. Um, he was on the on top of there with Ross and Adam, and he was performing People. And I realized he was going to migrate there. So Alex and I fucking bolt to that stage. I got fourth row. Fourth row. And I am, like, even closer to Maddie Healy than I was on my last concert. I'm pretty sure I was, like, 15 feet away from this motherfucker. And I was living. I have a video of it. And, it, like, it still sends me goosebumps. It still gives me, like goosebumps to think about hey you were that close to him and he definitely looked at you like twice like I know I was delusional in the last episode but like I I have video evidence that he fucking looked at me like wow that was a loud clap I'm sorry <laughs> but like I'm pretty sure I have video evidence I'm gonna have to look back again and you know what if he didn't look at me in the video I'm gonna sound like an absolute idiot and I'll take accountability for that but like for real though, like he, he was so close to me and he did look at me during people at one point. I know he did. So I'm sitting here like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. God." So the Jersey trip went well, (laughs) it was a little chaotic in the beginning, but like, God bless. We did it fine. Whatever. So that's all fine and dandy. Um, and then, yeah, we came back, we got a cat. Uh, I released merch, guys. That's another thing. I released merch on my birthday. Um, you can get it at nointernalmonologue.com. Uh, and I also offer virtual assistant services on there as well. So you could definitely place your order on there. I can make graphics for you, write content scripts. I can edit your TikToks. I can uh, basically do like a basic like social media package if you wanted to work with me on that deep of a level. And I'm going to be adding more services as I'm growing, as I'm learning. Because like, I have this thing, which I'll talk about this later. I have this thing where I want to like have it be absolutely perfect when it's like released. But then I'm like, Morgan, you're a human being. You grow, you learn as you grow, you grow as you learn. It's not going to be hundred percent perfect. You just need to offer what you can right now and build on that as you go. Upgrades, people upgrades. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, and that basically was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Here's some virtual assisting services that I offer. Here you go. Um, so yeah, go check those out. Um, and yeah, other than that, I do have some main things that I want to get to for the show. Um, the main thing, I found the very first recording that I did for No Eternal Monologue. I found the very first episode. And I want to react to it because I, okay, to be fair, I have not listened to, I'm clicking on it now. I have not listened to this since I put it out. 
And as some of you may know, the very first time I had, the very first time I posted to No Eternal Monologue was March 12th, 2021. So this was over two and a half years ago. So that's insane. Um, but I have it here on my laptop and I want, I want to react to it and see how far I've come since then. So cringe aside, let's get into it. Hello? Hello? Okay. The typing. Hello, are we, ooh, here we go. Let's see. Playing with the sound levels here. Awesome. Hello. All right. My name is Morgan Schlichting, and this is No Internal Monologue, where I basically talk about whatever I want, and I don't know when to shut up. Wow, this is insane. Um, my first episode of my own podcast? Oh my god, okay. Um, this is exciting. So, um... My, my voice... <laughs> my voice. Oh my god. I've built a little rust on the voice, that's for sure. <laughs> that, wow, that... I literally went down an octave. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Morgan, just play it. Bear with me, since this is the first episode, I'm not 100% sure how the structure is going to go quite yet. Um, however, I am thinking about getting this on the Warburg SoundCloud where we can do these podcast things, but I also <laughs> was thinking about putting it on Spotify. But while I was thinking about doing that, there was a bunch of like RSS feed stuff that I had to worry about, plus like a domain um, server that I had to buy and all that jazz, so... I'm not thinking about doing that as of right now. However, oh my god, I forgot to press the record light. Hold on. <laughs> now it's light, lighting up outside. That makes me really excited. Okay. Um, a lot of things made little Morgan very excited. Um, also, that is so funny. The Warburg SoundCloud. I never got into the Warburg SoundCloud. But I got on Spotify. Hey, So that's pretty freaking jazzy and neat. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's fun. Anyways. So yeah, I'm trying to get that figured out. So let's see where this ends up. It's probably going to end up on the Warburg SoundCloud page, but if it doesn't, then I will obviously figure that out and let everybody know. Um, and I did. Wow. Okay. So today is a little bit of an introduction basically on what I'm doing here <laughs> and like who I am and what this is all about. So to start, oh hi, I'm Morgan Schlichting. Um, I am a student here at Werper College. I'm a music performance major, primarily vocal performance. Um, I am a transfer student here from NIAC, which is North Iowa Area Community College. And I have my associate's degree, like associate of arts degree basically in music. And then I came here in the beginning of August, and I'm going to be graduating May of 22. Um, let's see. I am in the Warburg Choir. I am a student manager here in the Mensa Cafeteria. That did not last long. <laughs> that didn't last long. Why the fuck was I promoted to student manager when, like, what the f I, <laughs> I was only there for a goddamn semester. 
and they promoted me to student manager. And then I hated the job so much that I literally just bolted. I hate the fact that I did that. Cause like, I never do that, especially when I'm employed somewhere. I usually never just bolt, but I bolted. Um, so that's fun. <clears throat> wow. I am now doing this podcast, which is pretty, pretty incredible. Um, I am also in the work, the opera workshop department. So, oh my gosh, speaking of opera workshop, we just recorded a scene last night for Trouble in Tahiti, which is, <laughs> which is basically like a musical theater piece from the 1950s by Leonard Bernstein, what he, um, composed. And it's basically a piece where there's, well, it's, it's from a musical. I'm pretty sure this like this right wow English is my best friend uh, <laughs> um so it's basically what we recorded is a song what a movie where it's basically my character Dinah and she goes to a movie theater in the middle of the afternoon in the middle of I kind of want to skip this part I'm not gonna lie to you I kind of want to skip this part simply because it's like I don't care <laughs> that sounds so bad Personally, I think I spent a little bit too much time on that bit because some people will find it interesting, but most people won't. So I'm skipping it. Anyways. Oh, goodness. Okay. So anyways, we did the recording last night and I had like this big, like, well, it wasn't like too big, but it was like a 1950s like dress that had like a higher neckline and the skirt kind of poofed out a little bit. And then I had to wear like these black character shoes that a lot of women in the 1950s wore and what a lot of people in show choir and like musicals wear a lot um and then I had my hair all poofy which was cool um I basically looked like an extra from Hairspray but that's fine um and (laughs) I tried to get all of that poof out of my hair last night and it was just stuck I took the clips out I made sure I like zhuzhed through my hair and everything and it was just stuck and it was, it was hard to manage. Like, I just had, like, poofy, like, wild, like, lion mane hair for the rest of the night. But it was really, really worth it. I had a great time um, recording that with the three people that worked on me with that. Plus, like, Dr. and Mr. Why did, whatever. I probably shouldn't have said their names if they did not consent to having their names on there. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I'm so sorry. I should have asked you first before I mentioned your names on the podcast, but number one, it's only on SoundCloud. And I think, well, I think the episode has been like deleted from SoundCloud, I think. Cause once I canceled my SoundCloud subscription, it was like, um, a lot of episodes deleted. Cause if you try to upload more than three on there, then it's going to cost you a shit ton of money. Um, so I think a lot of those recordings kind of just disappeared. I think this one was included in that. I might just have to check on SoundCloud to make sure, but yeah, I should have asked them before I said their names. So I'm so sorry. Um, I'm probably going to edit out those names when I'm like recording or editing this show. Um, so I'm going to make notes of that. Um, but while I'm making notes of that, let's keep going. Um, with the help of Miss herself. Morgan! (laughs) Jeez, stop saying names of people! Icon, for sure. Um, 
But yeah, I had a great time. I'm really going to miss it. I'm literally at the point now where I'm just like, oh, we're done with that one. Oh my gosh. Now it's on to Brigadoon. Now it's on to Pocket Oratorios, stuff like that, which is going to be cool and all. I'm just going to miss just like the musical theater. Well, I shouldn't say that because Brigadoon is musical theater. I'm going to miss Trouble in Tahiti. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so anyways, back to the introduction. If you haven't noticed, since I have no eternal monologue, I get sidetracked a lot. So whatever pops in my mind, it's just what comes out. It's just like boom, 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 boom. Um, anyways, so, so I'm involved in opera workshop. I'm a student manager at the Mensa. I'm in the Warper Choir as a soprano too. I am doing this podcast of internal monologue and yeah so I okay so even further of an introduction I am a girl from a small town called Belmond which if you don't know where that is I don't blame you if you do know where that is congratulations I will give you a gold star whenever I see you um but um it's very very small very very it's basically like 2,500 people that live there. It's a very, very small community, very um, involved, very, I want to say, like, we all know each other. We all know everything and anything we need to know about each other, which is kind of, like, a little invasive, but it's okay. Like, at least people know who you are and what you're doing and, like, where you're at, and it seems like a very, it, it is a very safe community. I still very much agree with that. Um, I also agree with the fact that when you are from a small town, usually people are a lot more um, invasive when it comes to whose business is whose. Um, which, funny enough, I was just talking to someone about like, hey, maybe you should move back to Belmont, or hey, maybe you should move to this little town or this little town. And I really do not want to move back into like a smaller town like that um simply because of the fact that I just don't want to um deal with the kind of like drama that can come with that and also like it almost seems like a that's weird I hear like, like coming from outside. So maybe my like vent, like my air turned on or something, or maybe there's like warm air trying to circulate here. I don't know. But if you hear like, like in the background, that's what it is. So I apologize in advance if you can hear it. Uh, But it's very invasive sometimes. Um, And I just like a little bit more privacy, especially with the podcast being what it is. And now that I'm trying to develop No Eternal Monologue as like a legitimate business and a legitimate brand, uh, where I can help multiple people, like in order for me to provide an inclusive, safe environment, I have to be in in an inclusive, safe environment. Uh, because again, like you can only give, like you can only give so much, um, you can only give so much when you're not receiving the same energy, I think. Um, at least you could hold yourself to that standard, like only, only allow yourself to provide yourself good energy and don't settle for less. Um, but at the same time, um, 
give that energy out to different people. Like if you put out good energy, then it's going to come back to you. Um, and that's like a fact. I mean, look at how, where I've been for the past couple of years and that'll just tell you right there how much that sentiment reigns true. Uh, but anyways, um, I'm going to keep going with this and I might skip a little ahead because I'm not going to lie. It's like a 30 minute recording and I really don't, I don't want to sit through like a full 30 minutes of just me saying the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again, because (laughs) again, it's like my first podcast episode, which I get it. I was inexperienced and I was nervous, but at the same time, it's like, I would like to skip over the repetitive bits simply for not only my sake, but for yours as well. So I'm going to keep going. And if I need to skip ahead, then I'll let you know. Um, sorry, I'm opening my water. Ooh, hold on. Listen to this. Oh, a free ASMR state segment by Mortgage Lifting. Oh, there it goes. So that was, that was something, (laughs) especially over these headphones that I have to wear. It's just like, and it's just so weird to hear. Um, okay. It didn't come through. So (laughs) I'm from a little town called Belmont. Um, I graduated from the high school there. I basically lived there my entire life. Um, I, I was involved in like show choir there, the thespians there. I was on the speech team. Um, I never did any sports. I am a non-athletic person. I think the last time I ever tried to play a sport, I tried basketball in, like, fourth grade. And then I got hit in the head by a basketball. And then I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this again. So I <laughs> I just didn't. Rain's um, true. But that's as much ex- athletic experience as I Oh, wait, softball. Softball. I was also in softball until... Okay, th- I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Seeing- that's it. That is my Snapchat username. If you want to add me and then be like, hey, you should talk about this on the podcast. One for giving me an idea and one for telling me where Belmont is. And then you're set. You'll have a bunch of gold stars on, ow, you'll have a bunch of gold stars on wherever you. Okay, going You know that more. little voice in your head where if you read something. Oh, maybe this could be like, a good, maybe this could be a good spot where I start. Like give you a gold sticker, one for giving me an idea and one for telling me where Belmont is. And then you're oh, set. Okay. You'll have a bunch of gold stars on. Ow. you'll have a bunch of gold stars on wherever you put your um, stickers. Um, so, yeah. As I was saying, another introduction. So, no internal monologue. What is this podcast? What am I doing here? Hmm. So, basically, I have wanted to create this. I've wanted to just get on a microphone and talk for so long. And I feel like me having no internal monologue really helps me with like being able to talk just freely because I okay so to explain what does it mean having a no internal monologue I will explain so basically you know that little voice in your head where if you read something and like there's this little voice that's like reading in your head for you so you're able to like comprehend what's on the page but you're not actually saying anything out loud yeah I don't have that um And I realized this, well, I never heard anything in my brain for, like, my whole life. Oh, excuse me. First burp ever (laughs) on a podcast. This is off to a great start. Um, So, basically. Oh, my God. I didn't come up with first burp of the podcast yet. 
Aw, memories. Anyways, go on. Um, I never had that. And I figured out that that wasn't like too normal of a thing recently. Because I think someone, I think I realized this when I came here. Because like at first, like I just thought I was blunt. I just thought I was weird just talking to myself and then not being able to like fully control what I say. Well, like I can control what I say, but I really have to like, it takes a lot of effort. You know what I mean? So, um, like there was this conversation where I can't remember who I was talking to, but they were saying something about like being able to read or being able to hear like a voice in their head. And then I was just like, what voice in your head? And they're like, what? I was like, what voice in your head? Like, that's a thing? They're like, yeah, like, you know, the little voice in your head, like, when you read, like, the little voice just, like, reads everything for you so you can comprehend it. Like, sometimes you can change the voice in your head. I was just like, you can change a voice in your head? Like, how do you have a voice in your head? And people were just like, do you not hear anything? I was like, no. And it, it just came into this thing where I was just like, this is weird. This is very weird. Why don't I have this little voice in my head? And I did a little bit of research and it's basically like, I just lack an internal monologue where I just can't hear anything. So what happens in my brain is basically like, I see pictures, but I don't hear anything. It's basically like one of those like silent movies. And there's like text saying like, Oh, like it's like closed captioning. A silent movie with closed captioning on the bottom. That in Times New Roman font, apparently, that is what I tell people whenever I'm like, hey, I don't hear a voice in my head. And they're like, do you not have thoughts? I was like, oh, no, I have thoughts. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, empty or anything. I just think, like, a silent movie but with closed captioning on the bottom. Like, I hear nothing, but I see everything. I'm a visual, like, I think in visual terms, not in auditory terms. And people just cannot wrap their head. Oh, Hey, the buzzing stopped. (laughs) People cannot wrap their head around that most times. Uh, and I really haven't met a lot of other people, if not anybody that has that same thing. Like every single conversation I have where I talk about that, I have not had an experience where they're like, Oh my God, me too. I've always had like, wait, what? Like you can't hear. Like it's, it's always just so weird for people, (laughs) for people to hear. So, you know, that's cool. Um, but other than that, um, here, let's keep going, Morgan. <laughs> on a mute YouTube video. That's basically what's going on in my brain 24 seven. Like I can, I cannot hear shit. Um, I'm sorry. I cannot hear anything. Well, good start. You've done so well trying not to swear. <laughs> I tried not to swear on this podcast. Wow, that did not go fucking well at all. <laughs> that did not go well. 99 episodes later, two and a half years later. Yeah, wow. Nope. Morgan, hey, little Morgan, you failed at not swear. Okay, let's keep going. So, um, so, oh, hello. This, okay, I need to get used to this atmosphere. So, um, I just can't hear anything in my head, which results in me talking out loud, which results in me, okay. like, I'm skipping ahead more because I need to know where else this goes. This is pretty much going to be a very short episode because I honestly, um, right now, the first episode is me just like getting out an introduction and basically like telling you guys like 
how I am or what I am doing this for, basically like the kind of person that I am, my plans for the podcast, everything like that. It's basically just like an overall introduction. And um, yeah, I'm going to be getting a little bit more of a structure, which is okay. Um, And I'm very, very excited about that. Speaking of structure, um, I think I had like a, again, most of you may know, I have like three main segments. I have what can Morgan not stop listening to? I have weekly obsessions and then small business of the week, uh, which small business of the week has been my most popular segment by far on the show because that's how a lot of people have actually gotten to know my podcast. And there's a cat clawing at my door. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. I'm pretty sure it's Noir. It's Noir. <laughs> she was like, Meow. I'm like, yep, that's Noir. Um, sorry. Anyways, but I don't think I developed Small Biz of the Week yet. I think Small Biz of the Week came around on like episode like 14-ish because the first Small Business shout out I ever did, it was when I had my dad on the show as a guest. Um, so that's fun. Go check that out for the very first small business of the week shout out. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm just going to try to go ahead and see what my segments were on the very first episode. If I had any segments. Okay. So I'm going to put out there so hot. You're hurting my feelings by Caroline Polichek. Caroline Polachek? Okay, so, okay, so basically what can we're it's, to? I want to say it's like an indie kind of song with like a little bit of synth, like synthesizers uh, in there. Uh, um, and it's actually yeah. a really unique song. Um, uh, and uh, uh, I don't know, I just can't stop listening to it. There's just aspects about it and like aspects about her voice. And it, that makes me want to listen to the song. Uh, 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 uh. That's so flat. It's like 10 in the morning. Fucking Morgan. Okay, whatever the instrumental in general where it just like meshes together so perfectly and it just is like again my music taste is basically just like me i'm really weird right so <laughs> I, I like weird music and i like unique songs to listen my music taste is like me i'm weird <laughs> okay good job too um and yeah it's just like it's a good song. So if you're ever on Spotify or ever on YouTube and you're looking for some new songs, some new bops, as the teeny boppers call it. Jeez. Oh my god. Why did I say that? I feel so old. Um, so if you're looking for a new tune to listen to, So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings by Caroline Polachek. That's a really good one. Um, and then I also am thinking about... Um, I'm also thinking about... Um, a weekly obsession. Oh, okay. Yeah. A weekly obsession. Um, what's the word? What's the word? I just had it. Segment. There we go. Segment. <laughs> wow. My brain. I have like a quarter of a brain cell at this point. Um, so basically I have this segment where I talk about like a weekly obsession and that could be like anything on the face of the earth, like anything that I just cannot stop thinking about and stuff like that. So, um, there is this weekly obsession that I have lately, and it's this person that I follow on TikTok, and she does, like, these really easy makeup looks that's, um, really, really cute, really, really unique, and just, I, sorry, someone sent me a message about, like, a 
beer pong thing. We're both 21. Don't come. Oh, my God. I got distracted by a text message on there, and then I just got distracted by a text message as I was listening to a recording. Wow, that came back full circle. Morgan, ADHD. She had fucking ADHD before she was diagnosed. Well, yeah, that's usually how it works. You just don't know you have it until, like, later. But anyways. Come for us. But (laughs) she replied to me about, like, a TikTok thing that I sent her about, like, a type of, like, beer pong game. is like, called Battleship or something. Um, Okay, so I found the account. Her name is Martha Lynn. I don't even like M-A-R-T-H-A-L-I-N-N-N. Um, and she has about, like, 205,000 followers on TikTok and, like, a collection of, like, 8 million likes, which is incredible. But, like, she has, like, these cute videos where she just does her makeup and does, like, fun eyeshadow looks for beginners. And they're so cute. And they look like you spend so much time on them. But, like, Ow. they literally take you, like, 30 seconds. Like, no joke. I really want to try out some of these looks, but I feel like I'm a little wimp and I'm just afraid to go out and, like, sport these were like, really colorful makeup looks. Like, I just now experimented with, like, green eyeshadow because I really like to bring out my green eyes. So I like to experiment with a little bit of green eyeshadow in order to do that, as well as, like, maroon-colored mascara just to bring out my green eyes. But, like, I look at her account and it makes me so inspired. I don't do a lot of that anymore. I do still have maroon mascara. I will say that. But I usually don't wear a lot of, like, colored eyeshadow anymore. I feel like as I got older, I really just... I don't wear a lot of makeup anymore as I got older. Like, and I think that's truly, like, made my face a little bit more youthful looking. Like, I feel like I really haven't aged a lot, but I've aged, like, fine wine or something. Like... That maybe sounds like an egotistical statement. But then again, you know what? Fuck it. I'm hot. I age like fine wine. It's fine. Um, And I might age like fine wine. Maybe I just curse myself to look like an absolute, like, maybe, maybe I will look like old cheese when I'm like in my fifties. I don't know. Maybe I jinx myself. But as I grew older, like I just don't wear a lot of makeup anymore. I don't. I will do my eyebrows, which, oh my God, I do not do my eyebrows like the fucking big ass, like black, bushy ass caterpillar, almost, almost, uh, unibrow like brows anymore. My eyebrows, I've been doing this eyebrow serum that makes them grow like more naturally and more fully. So I will use like an eyebrow glue to give my eyebrows like the laminated look. Um, I don't use soap anymore. I don't know why the hell I try to use soap. But I do use eyebrow glue, um, like a NYX eyebrow glue, and it's actually really nice. Um, and sometimes I'll get my eyebrows laminated if I'm feeling like I want to treat myself. Uh, but I'll do that. And maybe a little bit of eyebrow gel colored because my eyebrows just have like a cool tint to them and it makes them look a little bit more gray. And I don't like that. So I just give them a little bit more of like a brown warm color. Um, and then after that, I literally just wear mascara, a little bit of highlight just to accentuate like my high points of my face, like my cheekbones, my nose, the inner corner of my eye. Maybe I'll put like a shimmery shadow on my eyelid, but that's about it. I really don't do much with my eyes anymore. Uh, or I usually don't do a lot of my face anymore, period. Um, so that's nice. If you ever get to a point where you finally feel confident enough in yourself to not wear as much makeup and to just accentuate the high points in your face, please do. Now, if I do wear like copious amounts of makeup, It's literally because I just want to have fun. But when I was doing a bunch of this eye makeup, 
look when I was like 20, 21, I did it to try to impress other people. Even though I will say a lot of the times back then, I'm like, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for me. Yeah, no, I was doing it to try to impress other people. I'm not going to lie. I was doing it just so I would get that compliment. Be like, oh my God, your makeup looks so good. Oh my God, your makeup looks so good. But here's the thing. Nobody fucking cares. (laughs) Like maybe people care. Like, for example, if I see somebody's makeup look and I'm like, oh, that's a cool makeup look. I'm going to tell them, hey, I think your makeup looks cool. Regardless, like, I think your makeup looks stunning. Thank you for doing that. Great. Shows them your care. But like, I'm now at the point where I'm like, hey, if nobody says anything, fucking who cares? Who cares? A lot of people are so obsessed with the way that they come off to people that they just do not care. Or maybe they just care and they just don't show it. Mostly because we're all just so concerned about ourselves. Which, to be fair, yeah. I don't blame anybody. You have to be concerned for yourself. You have to. You can't really care about what other people think. You have to be concerned for yourself first. Uh, But I didn't realize that back then. So I was doing a lot of this like funky eye makeup look to try to impress other people, even though I never would admit it back then. I did it to impress other people. And now, genuinely, I can say this genuinely, put a lie detector test on me. I swear to God, this is like, (laughs) this is a true statement. Whenever I do funky eye makeup looks now, it's just because I want to have fun. And that's it. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't worn foundation in like fuck, like two years now. I haven't worn foundation in like so long. Not going to lie to you. And like if I do wear foundation, it's like a once in a blue moon thing. It really is. Uh, but yeah, I usually don't wear a lot of that anymore. Um, but anyways, wow, I got into a rant about makeup, so let's just keep going. Fire to, like, try out new colors and try out new things, and I just, ah, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to so bad. I just need that little push, like that little confidence push, you know what I mean? Um, you do. You so really there's, do. like, a weekly obsession of the week, and... Weekly obsession of the week. Cool. Yeah, I think cool for sentence. now, that'll be it for this episode. Aww. So, yay, we got through the introduction. So, um, if you want to send me some topics, again, I'm just going to bring this up. If you want me to talk about... Okay, I'm getting out of that. Um, wow. That was the first episode, for sure. Um, that was, that was definitely a first. Um, so, while I'm at it, um... While I'm at it. While I'm at it, I'm just going to answer one question real quick that I got. Because I wanted to do a Q&A segment, but I didn't get a lot of responses. But I did get one. Um, and it's from Miss Abigail um, on TikTok. Um, you'll be able to see it on the TikTok that I did do. Like, hey, I'm doing a QA. and uh, what inspired you to start the podcast? Which I feel like it's really, I feel like it's really cool now to talk about that at episode 100, right after hearing about it on episode one. That's pretty cool. So I'll answer that real quick and then I'll just get into, I think what I've learned over the past couple of years and where I plan to go 
for the next couple of years. And then I'll go into closing segments and that'll be it for episode 100. So what inspired you to start the podcast? First of all, thank you, Abby, for asking a question for me in the first place. Um, If you do want to ask me questions that I can answer on the podcast, then feel free to send them over and I will, if I get enough, then I will do a Q&A episode. Uh, So if, you know, just DM me, shoot me an email, uh, do a contact form, my contact form on my website, whatever you want to do. But uh, what inspired you to start the podcast? So what ended up happening was I was at Warburg. Um, I was a junior and I'm not going to lie coming. Okay. Coming out of that phase and now looking at it from this retrospective, um, I really was losing a lot of my passion for performing and a lot of my passion for theater and a lot of my passion for Broadway. At this time, I wanted to be on Broadway. I was like a Broadway girly, 100%. I was a theater kid. I was like Rachel Berry, but way fucking worse. Um, (laughs) Well, not like way worse. I didn't like send a girl to a crack house, but (laughs) you know, like I, I wanted to, I had like Rachel Berry energy. I really did. Uh, But, um, but I was getting into podcasts and I was listening to a lot of podcasts like Ladies and Tangents. Um, I think Two Hot Takes with Morgan started their podcast around the same time that I started mine. So I was kind of listening to their show. Uh, and I was kind of getting into the whole like podcast podcasting thing. And I also listened to Very Really Good by Curtis Connor a lot. Um, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do that. Just like it was a little hobby. I wasn't even thinking anything of it. I was like, I want to do this as a hobby. That'll be fun. And I was like, well, where do I start? That's like the main thing. Where do you start? (laughs) Where do you start with that? So, um, what ended up coming out of it is I was on Snapchat and I was like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. If anybody is like good with sound equipment or whatever, like, does anyone have some recommendations? Uh, and Kennedy who happened to be on my podcast before, like on episode nine, episode 60 or 70 something along with Han. Um, it was, it was a fun time. That's for sure. Uh, it's always a fun time having her on. I need to hit her up and have her come to the studio and just be on the show again. Oh my God. I would love that so much. Um, but, but what ended up happening was, um, she texted me and she's like, Hey, um, Warburg actually has like a studio that they use specifically for podcasting. And if you go in, shoot an email and like schedule some training times, then you just have to train set some reserva- set some reservations for yourself to record and there you go. I'm like, "Oh, so gear done. Uh I would just need an SD card and then figure out where I'm going to post it." Okay, sounds good. So I just kind of started it. Um and again, just as like a little hobby. I really didn't think anything of it. Um and then I got to There's some geese outside. Sorry. Wow. ADHD is really going off. They're flying south. Well, it is the 1st of December. 
Oh my God, it's the 1st of December of 2023. Oh my God. Time really does pass so quickly. It goes by so slowly, but then you look back at it and you're like, wait, I thought it was January. It's December. Excuse me. Um, but sorry, distraction. <laughs> Anyways, so I didn't think anything of it, anything of it, but then I actually got like a ton of support out of it and it was more than I expected. So then I was like, you know what? Maybe I could try this for real. Maybe I can actually make this a thing. And ever since then, um, like again, like I just wanted to try it out what inspired me to start the podcast was I just wanted to try it out as like a little hobby, see what happens. And of course I will play into the fact that no internal monologue. I don't have a voice in my head. So talking to myself out loud usually like is just the norm for me. That's how I process my thoughts. That's I process my thoughts auditorily, but with the curse that I don't hear anything in my head. So go figure. But, um, yeah, that's how it is. And now that kind of slowly seems into the last couple of years and just reflecting on it. Ever since then, I have released merch. I have collaborated with small businesses on different codes and merchandise items. And I've uh, really gained a lot of close friends. I have a lot of high friends and high places. And I was able to get a magazine article written about me. I'm able to get paid while doing this. I have my own studio. I have created my own business out of this. I am just on the starting end of figuring all of that out. Um, and it's incredible. It really is incredible. Um, sorry, I just had a moment where I'm just kind of like replaying everything that happened in my head and it's it just kind of all happened in like the blink of an eye and now this is just my norm and I think the biggest takeaway from this is that this podcast has allowed me to gain so much confidence within myself um I'm starting to get emotional. I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. Um, I have gained a lot of confidence towards this and I no longer feel guilty for talking to myself out loud and processing my thoughts the way that I do. Um, I no longer feel alone in my little world of interests. I feel like I have a really close-knit circle of a lot of like-minded people. Um, but I've also learned about different perspectives from different kinds of mindsets. And I've been able to evolve and grow and learn. And just, it's been such a whirlwind of, of an opportunity. And it's it's been incredible. And I know it's going to get even better and better and better from here. And I'm just like, shit. How can it get better than this? But I'm going to find out in the next couple of years how good it can get. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for helping me get to this point. For everybody that has supported me, like I'm not going to lie. I would not be shit on the internet 
if it wasn't for the supporters that I have. I would not be shit without my supporters. Of course, like, I have to put in the hard work and I have to get myself out there. But how am I going to get out there without the levels of, of support that I receive? It has to, like, I have to give, but I also need to receive. And it's just, thank you. Thank you so much for everything, really. This is, this has been one hell of a journey. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everything. Um, and, you know, that kind of leads me also into, like, a self-reflection over the last, like, two years. Simply, like, out of, like not just as, like, a podcaster or a content creator or the owner of my own company. Or, wow, that's so... The owner of my own company, the owner of my own business. That's just insane to think about, um, the fact that I was finally able to achieve that. Um, but not just as that, but me as a person. Um, in the last couple of years, as most of you may know, um, I did go through a really hard breakup in December of 21. Um, I did. And I will admit it was hard for both of us. Um, it's been, it's been nearly two years now and I now have a new partner who, um, is one of the lights of my life. And I am so thankful to have him in my life and thankful to him for being with me and being himself and just being comfortable with me and just being so supportive and empowering when it comes to all this. Um, it's a lot to ask for somebody, um, which again, this is like one of the reasons why I haven't had him on yet is because I want to make sure if he ever wants to come on and if he ever wants to make himself known in the no internal monologue community or in my public life in general, I want to make sure that he is comfortable with that. I do not want to push that lifestyle onto somebody that does not consent to it. So he, maybe he'll be on the podcast someday, or maybe I will show his face publicly someday. We just want to make sure that both of us are ready for that because our private life is our private life. And we want to keep that as private as we possibly can for as long as we can. Uh, so, which is a hell of a turn from my last um, relationship. But hey, I'm trying this out and it's been working well for me. So that's where we're at. The most you can do is try stuff out and see if you like it. And if you do, great. And if you don't, great. Then just push ahead and learn from it and try it again. Learn from it, obviously. Learn the why as to why it didn't work. And then just be like, okay, let's try another thing. Um, but he'll come on eventually. I think, I think, um, again, we'll see how comfortable he is. Um, but, um, but that aside, that breakup really launched. I think everything happens for a reason. And I think the reason why that happened, that whole ordeal happened is because there were some changes I needed to make in my life and I was just oblivious to these changes. And if I wasn't oblivious, then I was just adamant on not making those changes. I was stubborn. I had to put my foot down. I was like, no, 
this is going to work. I tried to jam a puzzle piece into a puzzle that it wasn't even belonging in in the first place. I tried to jam a puzzle piece into a puzzle that it didn't exist in. Um, which when you grow up in life, everyone is going to do that at some point in time. Everyone is going to do that. Please give yourself grace and please give yourself a little bit of forgiveness and acceptance when it comes to that, but also hold yourself accountable and responsible for shit that hits the fan when it does happen and allow yourself to become a better person because of it. Trust me. I am like one of the poster childs for this, um, but, or poster children. Wow. Grammatic error. I will not do anal with someone who has such a slender grasp on grammar. Okay. That is a new bit. <laughs> Sorry. That is a new bit that I, there was a clip of Maddie Healy that was in an interview where he was talking about a sign that a fan had and it said, let's get anal. And it was grammatically incorrect. And he was like, I will not do someone with, I will not do anal with someone who has such a slender grasp on grammar. And now whenever I fuck up grammatically on a sentence, I just say that right afterwards. It's a new bit that I've noticed that I've been doing. And it's, it's really thrown some people off guard. And I think it's kind of funny. Uh, so, <laughs> so, you know, hi, fun. Um, but, but anyways, um, I'm like one of the poster children for like learning and growing and evolving. I'm sure you've noticed on the podcast, but if you've been listening over the past couple, two and a half years, number one, holy shit. Thank you for supporting me this far. I appreciate you by far. Seriously, like I'll get you a gold star. I'll get you a cookie. I'll give you a kiss on the forehead. Like whatever you want fucking say it and I'll do it. But, um, but yeah, it's that breakup really showed me that I really needed to change how I was running my life and how I was functioning. Cause like Broadway wasn't going to work out. Um, internalizing my feelings the way that I did really wasn't working out not respecting other people's boundaries wasn't really, really working out. Not thinking about what I was going to say really didn't work out. Um, a lot of things in my life didn't work out because I needed to learn, hey, no internal monologue can be a really good thing for you. Because in Broadway terms, you have to be so mentally prepared to go through a competitive cycle where it is not mentally beneficial for you. It is actually going to be mentally deteriorating for you. Um, whether you like to admit it or not, you could be like the men most mentally strong person in the world. But if you get rejected for a role simply because you have a different skin tone or you have a different weight or you have a different voice or you have a different height, just things that you cannot really control that hits that hits. And I had to make the choice. I had to make the decision and the realization that I am not mentally strong enough to do that. So what I'm doing instead is no internal monologue is going to work out because I'm actually able to pave my own way and I'm able to create my own career. I'm able to create my own game plan. I'm able to create my own way of doing things and handling things. And I get to dive into 
the kind of work that I've always been fascinated with and I get to do it in all different combinations and styles and see what works, see what doesn't. And I get to grow with, I get to grow and I get to learn and take a shot every single time I say, I have to grow, I have to learn or whatever. If I say the word grow, evolve, learn, just take a shot. Actually, no, don't do that. You will literally end up in the ER. Uh, don't do that. Um, you know what? Put, put, put a, put something in recycling every single time I say grow, learn, evolve. Seriously, you will save so many, you will, you will probably save the planet at that point. Um, that's, there you go. Um, so I get to be my own person. I get to do my own thing. I get to do, I get to make career moves that seem suitable for me and seem interesting to me. And I don't have to really listen to anybody else. Like I could just do my own thing. And that's, that's pretty freaking cool that I'm able to do that, which I get to go from like a really strict, really competitive platform to a more free competitive platform. So, and like, I really don't see a lot of other people's competition at that point. Like, I feel like we can all learn from each other and really just get inspired by each other and just be great human beings in a space together. And that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be a part of. So thank you for everybody who's able to let me be a part of that. I appreciate that a lot, like more than you know. Um, and on top of that, um, so Bravo wasn't working out. Vocal performance wasn't working out. I remember like wanting to be included so bad that I ignored my personal boundaries and my comfortability of going about life. And I never protected my peace. But at the same time, if I wanted something to happen so bad, sometimes I would not respect other people's boundaries because simply I just wanted to feel something. And that is so selfish to do on my part. I, I think about that now and I'm like, holy shit, I would never, I will never ever disrespect anybody else's boundaries for my personal benefit. I can't do that. I do not feel morally right to do that. And the fact that I did feel morally right to do that, like about two or three years ago, that makes me sick to my stomach. And I'm so sorry to those who were affected. I am sorry that I hurt you in that way. I am not trying to make excuses for it. I'm not trying to wave myself of any guilt because of that. I... I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry I disrespected boundaries. I'm sorry I took the selfish route of things instead of thinking about your feelings. I'm sorry. Um, just know, again, this does not... This is not supposed, to, it's not intended to wave any wave of hurt that I caused. But I do want to let you know that I promise it was not done maliciously. It was not done intentionally. Now I think about it. I truly don't think it was like a, 
an intentional thing. I think it was, I needed to mature. I needed to grow up and I didn't know any better. So I'm extending forgiveness for myself for that because I truly did not know any better than to do that. And I'm accepting the fact that it did happen and that was the kind of person I was back then. I was that person. You know what? Okay. That, okay. I hate it when people do that. When people are like, I don't know that person. That person wasn't me. It was me. It is me. It's a very, it is a changed, I am now a changed aspect of that person, but like all of these different versions of me are me. Some versions of me needed to be put to rest in order for me to become a better person and not to hurt other people. But at the same time, they're me. And I can learn from that. I can grow from that. I can really hone into the positive, harmless aspects of me but I can put to rest the harmful, negative aspects of me. And do I return to those places sometimes? Yeah, I do. But at least I'm at the point where I can acknowledge those events before they happen and I can just take a breath and be like, warning, I'm in a really pissy mood. I am in self-regulation mode. I am getting anxious, overwhelmed, overstimulated, angry, and I do not want to take any of my feelings out on you. So I would like to either talk about it or I would like some space or I would like a distraction. What would, what would I allow myself? What would I allow myself? Um, and I hope everybody else can extend themselves that same grace and I hope everybody else can learn from that too. And a lot of, and another thing that I learned over the past couple of years is that even though I have a podcast where I use my mouth and I talk about whatever I want and I don't know when to shut the fuck up like ever outside, I have realized I have one mouth and I have two ears. I can talk as much as I want. I can talk my own ears off. I can advocate for what I need to. I could stand up for what I believe in as much as I need to. But my mouth is not going to do anything without my ears. I am not going to have a foot to stand on if I don't end up using my ears. I need to listen. I need to take in. I need to absorb information and I need to absorb feelings and I need to I need to listen twice as much as I speak. And that's what a lot of people really don't do a lot of the times. They just talk and talk and talk and they don't usually take in information and they usually don't listen to the people around them. Um, and that's kind of sad because you can learn a lot. You can retain a lot of information, a lot of decent, valuable information incredible information by just sitting back and allowing yourself to listen. Um, and that can actually help you out in a lot of different instances. Most of the things what you can do is just shut up and listen. And that can be like the most, that can be like the most valuable piece of advice for people. It really can be. Um, but yeah. Um, 
I will say because of this podcast, I have really, I, this is really taking a deep turn. Jesus. Um, I have become a better person because of this podcast, not solely because of this podcast, but this podcast has helped me a lot. Working on myself and working on this show has really taught me a lot about myself and my character and who I am and what I'm interested in and what I want to go uh, accomplish in the future. And it's really helped me a lot. It's really become like a self-developmental pillar in my life. And I'm not going to lie. I would not be shit if it wasn't for this podcast. And I'm not saying that to sound like sappy or anything. I'm just saying that realistically. I seriously don't know where I would be if it wasn't for this little platform that I have in this little business that I have in this little show that I have in this little environment that I put myself in and everything that I've worked so hard on. Um, I would not be, I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for this. Honestly, probably six feet under <laughs> because if I did not have this show and if I did not have the support during the breakup, it was so bad for me mentally that I probably would have succumbed to my demons and that is a really depressing thing to think about um but I can take myself out of that because I can find solace in the fact that that did not pan out that way that life has bigger plans for me the universe has bigger plans for me and I'm finally listening and I'm finally taking in and I'm finally opening myself up to these possibilities so thank you because again without all of you guys I wouldn't be here and just thank you um now for the next couple of years here's to more growing more learning more evolving there you go that is three things in the recycling bin um and Here's to life and for it being an absolute bitch sometimes, but keep living it and keep doing the best that we can with it. Um, just being kind to one another, being patient with one another, especially ourselves, and just, you know, being good putting good out there and accepting good into our lives so there's that and speaking of which um speaking of here's the future um this is the last episode that I will have where it's just audio um I think one of the reasons I was so afraid to record episode 100 is I know that right after that I have to figure out my camcorders because I'm going to be going up YouTube and Patreon speaking of that I've been so afraid to figure out how to set up a Patreon and YouTube page and figuring all that stuff out, and then also adding on to not just editing an audio to a podcast, but also editing a visual of a video with a podcast onto it. I'm so afraid of figuring that out, but because, again, like I said, I would tie back to this. I wanted it to be absolutely perfect when I first started it, and I have to extend myself, hey, it's not going to be perfect when you first start out. It's going to be a little rough. 
it's always going to be a little rough when you first start. But the thing is, you have to start. You have to do it. So I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out the best that I can. And if shit hits the fan along the way, I will communicate with everyone and just be like, hey, this is what happened. And I'll learn and I'll get better. And I will create strides because of the shit storm that I started with that I will probably start off with and it will just get better and better and better from there. And I'll be able to be grateful for the lows and the highs and all that. So there's that. Um, and I will be releasing more merch. I will be doing a lot more collaborations. Um, you'll be able to see the actual studio that I'm sitting in, sitting in at the moment. You'll be able to see it on camera and it's going to be such a fun time and I can't wait. And with that, um, let's just go into some closing segments. What can Morgan not stop listening to? I would say what's stuck in my head, but as you know, I cannot hear shit on my head. Hence the entire brand. Okay, so what can Morgan not stop listening to? Okay, so, so, okay. So Alex and I just got done streaming a show on Netflix called Peaky Blinders. Um, it is a very intense show. Um, it is a very deep depressing show and honestly i will say it's not as good as bojack horseman in my personal opinion but it is a pretty damn good show and i like it a lot but there was this song that was playing in like the second to last episode and it was like a montage of like whatever was happening and like the stakes are high and blah 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 it's very like it's very like bittersweet very like cathartic uh uh montage but there's a song in the background that i first heard it and i was like oh my God, this song is absolutely gorgeous. It's called Unmade by Tom York. It, I've been obsessed with it. It's like a little earworm that I've had. I bring up the earworm a lot, but like, it, it's true. Like, it's, it's such a gorgeous song. It is such a gorgeous, gorgeous song. And I'm adding it to the What Can Morgan Not Stop Listening To playlist right now as we're speaking. Um, and it's, or as I'm speaking, but it, it's so beautiful. Like the, it just sounds like such a vulnerable, naked song. And it just is so pretty. It's in the key of C or no, it's in the key of A minor or C major. It kind of like fluctuates between the two modes or like the two melodies of the song. Um, and it's just gorgeous. This chord progression is just magical. You wouldn't think it would fit like it does, but like it just seems like such an exploration of sound. And it's just gorgeous. And it's one of those songs where I truly do not think I'll be able to really get tired of it. I think it's one of those like rare songs where I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to get tired of it to be fair. Um, it's gorgeous. Um, weekly obsessions. Honestly, my weekly obsession is okay. I think my weekly obsession is the fact that, um, I've been, okay. So there's this trash can <laughs> that I'm getting for the no internal model studio. And it's like, you know, like those carvings of like Renaissance figures and stuff like those, like, those like sculptures of people and they're just so chiseled and so gorgeous. I'm getting one of those like heads, like a sculpture head, but it's like a red color 
to kind of like match like the strawberry red that I have in here sometimes. Uh, but that is going to be a trash can that I have at the studio because I was like, you know what? I have like all this like eclectic, really fun decor. I might as well do something with the trash can too. So I'm going to be doing that. Um, and I've just been thinking about all of the different ways that I can decorate in here. And I'm just so excited to get to get started with it and hang everything up and have everything ready to go. And just, here's the thing. I'm so, I'm so anxious to start, but once I get going and once I see the result, I know I'm going to be so freaking proud of it. And that part is what I'm really excited about. So that is my weekly obsession. Um, but let's go into our small business of the week, shall we? So the small business of the week that we are going to be talking about today is Choice Medical LLC. So Choice Medical was established in May of 2002 by Kevin Henning. Um, with over 30 years of experience in the durable medical industry, Kevin found a great opportunity to start his own business. Um, and after receiving his biomedical electronics degree in AAS, Henning decided to start his career with Miller Medical Service in Waterloo, Iowa. Um, a few years later, Kevin came to Ames to pursue his electronic engineering degree at Iowa State University, so BSEE. Um, and while as a student, he worked a, he worked part-time at XL Medical, where he was a former, it was a former medical equipment business at Ames. Um, but with the departure of XL Medical and the Ames Merit, an opportunity was realized for Kevin. Um, today, Choice Medical LLC has received much support from local medicine, medical clinics, doctors, and many customers. All are pleased to see what they have to offer. So with high quality service and products, Choice Medical is committed to providing independence and freedom to meet their customers' medical needs at a one-stop shop. So what is Choice Medical? Um, I lost my spot and then my brain just shut off. Um, so what is Choice Medical? Um... Basically, what it is is they um, provide many different services and durable medical equipment, especially for those who are, like, getting up there in age. Um, so Choice Medical completed their – that's a very, like, short, sweet, to-the-point statement of what they do. But, like, once you check them out, you'll be able to see that they offer a lot more when it comes to that. Um, Choice Medical completed their triannual survey for accreditation on November 19, 2020. Um, and the survey was completed by HAA. I don't know if that's a typo that I did, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, and they received one of the highest scores given to a company. So that's pretty freaking awesome and sweet. They pride themselves on offering the best customer service and a wide variety of durable medical equipment. Choice Medical strives to continue providing the very best customer service to existing customers as well as new ones. Um, they have started offering continuous glucose monitors and they do a direct ship to the customers of this product, which makes it very convenient for them to receive the product. And they also do stair glide sales and installs, vehicle lifts, ramps, and elevators. Um, customer service is their number one priority and you get the Midwest nice. So it's pretty freaking sweet. Um, and if they do not carry something, they'll do what they can in order to get it here at a reasonable cost and at a reasonable time. They're independently owned and operated, which is the biggest thing that sets them apart from other durable medical equipment companies, as well as being like a small business. Like, hello. Well, quote unquote, small business. Like they're a very great company, but you can, but you know that it's not just like a big corporation that just sees you as a number. They see you as like a person. They see you with a story because they are also just people with stories at the end of the day and they are 
doing everything they can in order to provide the best for people to do good and be good for the people, which is incredible to see. Um, if you want to check them out at any point, their website is www.choicemedicaliowa.com, which is C-H-O-I-C-E-M-E-D-I-C-A-L-I-O-W-A.com. And they also have a Facebook page, so go follow them. It's just Choice Medical Iowa. So don't forget to check them out. And speaking of checking anything out, you might as well check me out while I'm at it. So my official uh, my official website is at nointernalmonologue.com. There's merch on there, virtual assisting opportunities on there. There's my blog. There's an About Me page. Um, there's a bunch of different pages that I'm going to be uploading on there. There's contact forms. There's a bunch of different things that you're able to see on there. So don't, do not hesitate to check that out. It's a pretty freaking cool website and me and Kakuju worked so hard on it. So please check it out. Um, my podcast merchandise collab, um, is at scorpiodenim.com. We have t-shirts, crewnecks, uh, stickers, and eight by 10 prints on there. But also if you want any like mugs, tapestries, pillows, phone cases, all the works. You can also go to society6.com slash Scorpio Denim and you're going to see all their products on there as well as mine. Um, you can go check out my Disrupt Magazine article about the show, disruptmagazine.com. And the article title is No Internal Monologue is the hottest podcast you should be listening to right now. Definitely go check that out. My podcast Instagram is No Internal Monologue on a Circle Podcast. My podcast TikTok is at No Internal Monologue. My podcast Twitter, which I'm not as active on, but I really need to get on that. Or Twitter X, whatever it is. Thanks, Elon. Um, it is at N-O-I-N-T underscore monologue. My personal Instagram is K-I-N-D-A underscore M-O-R-G-A-N-N. My personal TikTok is M-O-R-G-A-N underscore L-E-I-G-H 99. Um, my Spotify playlist is linked down below for what can work and not stop listening to, as well as my Spotify page, my Apple podcast page, all the works. It's linked in the descriptions. And while we're at it, here's another thing. Again, thank you so much for listening this far in. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening at all. Thank you. I appreciate you so, so much. Um, here's a little parting gift. Don't forget to book a beauty service appointment with Cosmo by Kenna. Tell her Morgan from No Internal Monologue send you her way. You'll get a 10% off referral discount if you do from the best cosmetologist around. So do not hesitate to check her out. And thank you so, so much again for everything that you've done for me, for my little family that I've got going on and for yourselves. And thank you. Just thank you. That's all I really say. Just thank you. I will continue to keep making people proud and to keep evolving and growing and making myself proud. So thank you. Um, and while we're at it, yeah, I think that's about it. So that is it for episode 100. We are now in the triple digits. Woo. So yeah, we'll see what life comes about, but while we're at it, that's it for me. So toodaloo, you freaking buckaroos. I will see you actually see you with a new like YouTube and Patreon page. I will see you all soon. So freaking toodaloo buckaroos.